Brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Before we get to our sponsor, we want to thank you for tuning in to the big broadcast this week here on iHeartRadio. Also, 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world, including KFRK in Denver. Our brand new marketing partner with us today, you're going to want to get a pen. You're going to want to write this down because this is an incredible campaign, and we know that everybody loves crowdfunding. Go over to kickstarter.com. Go to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R dot com slash projects slash Fricks Tongue Games. That's F-R-I-X-T-O-N-G-A-M-E-S slash Pish Perk. That's P-I-S-H-P-I-R-I-K dash P-V-P dash card dash game they're building a platform for sport and esport and they need our help on this kickstarter campaign if we get the campaign successful to reach the goal they're going to personally give everybody a bonus out there and they're asking to help everyone with the game called fish park on kickstarter it's a card game it's a traditional game that was played for 200 years in eastern Balkan. Now it's available on the App Store for iPhone and Google Play. For Android devices, check out the campaign. We know you do. See for yourself. See that it's amazing. Go over to kickstarter.com. That's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Pishperk. That's right. P-I-S-H. P-I-R-I-K. Give them some of your hot money. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia. Worldwide. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast. Forward to the border on iHeartRadio today. Also, 50 plus AM FM stations. Across the country and around the world. You can find us each and every day over there at J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. Great guests coming up here in just a few on our big program, but we have got a brand new marketing part we want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. Go ahead and check these folks out today. They are doing some amazing things. It is PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com. That's right. Go over to PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com. That's www.P-E-A-C-E. M-A-K-E-R-C-O-F-E-E-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y.com. Peacemakercoffee.com. It is the perfect coffee. And it's getting to be fall, and you know in the fall, we drink lots and lots of coffee. Check out PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Before we go to that, thanks for listening to us today here on iHeartRadio. Also 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, including our friends at KFRK in Denver. Go over to this great new Kickstarter campaign. And We Love is not just a board game. It's also a tool to improve the relationship and communication between you and your partner, and it's very important. Go over and give them some of your hot money today. That's right. 
This game will help you find out new things about your partner in a funny way and create a deep and authentic relationship. They need you to go over today and check out kck.st slash the number three, the letter B, the letter L, the letter H, the letter K, the letter A, and the letter F. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Go over, give them some of your hotter money, and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia! Woo! Worldwide. Back here live on our big broadcast. We are live coast-to-coast and border-to-border on 50-plus AM FM stations. Across the country and around the world, Blake has been on the run for several months. Desperate to move on, he attempts to start a new life by moving on from his past. Although his ex-lover, Amy, has other ideas. Shatterproof is an action film that will have choreographed fight sequences by experienced film combat professionals. Love is a curious thing, and we're able to find out how far Amy will go to make Blake love her back. Using a 4K FPV drone and a 4K camera, we will film stunning footage from all sorts of different angles that a camera on a tripod won't be able to do on its own. Shadowproof has the potential to become a feature film along with its premiere at Aders Entertainment International Film Screening 2022 on the 28th of September in Bedford, England. Go over to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Shatterproof. That's right. Kickstarter.com. Search Shatterproof. Give them some of your hot-armed money today. Help them make this film. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia. Worldwide. On the Shoemaker Brothers, you can do that over there on the internet. They are just an amazing group of guys. You can get uh, also some more information at Shoerock. PR.com. That's shoerockpr.com. They've got a lot of interviews up there with various radio programs, including this one. And uh, they are they are just all over the place. We love the Shoemaker Brothers. Wanted to get them on today, uh, get them back on, and uh, chat with them about the music. Nate, how are you doing on this fine Monday afternoon? I'm doing great. Now, uh Good weekend. How about yourself? How are you doing, Jim? Pretty good, actually. Nate, talk to us about the creative process. When one member writes a song, it then goes through the creative process. Break that down for me. Well, generally, what will happen is one brother will write a song, and from that point, there's a, we have different instruments we'll pick, but everybody will switch around and Say one brother will hear the song and say, oh, you know what, I think I hear a good bass part for that. So we play the bass on that song. And then another one would hear a drum part, or maybe somebody wants to play the violin or the cello or whatever. It would be a switching, a collaboration. And it's really just kind of left up in the air, into the air for whoever's... Whoever hears something about the song they like... And they think they can. They have a particular instrument that they want. So, and that's how it'll. That's how it generally. That's how it starts. On the song. We've got Nate Shoemaker from the Shoemaker Brothers with us today. ShoeRockPR.com is the website where you can get all the public relations information on the Shoemaker Brothers. And uh, 
talk about how you guys got into music. Uh, you guys uh, were basically with, with with your parents, dressing them up in uh, funny outfits, to perform. Talk to us about how you got interested in the music world. Well, we grew up as a family playing music together, and yeah, like you were saying, our our mom would dress us up, and dad did. My mom plays the piano and the guitar, and my dad plays the stand-up bass, and, or the upright bass, and they would line us up in a row, and we would dress up in different outfits, such as sailor suits, knickers, lederhosen, and kilts, um, a bunch of different embarrassing outfits for young kids, but, and there's, in our family, there's two girls and five boys and the girls are the oldest and youngest and everybody plays a stringed instrument and so my parents wanted us as part of our education they said that they wanted us to um, learn a stringed instrument some sort of either violin or cello or viola and um, that was just so we would have proper lessons and so we performed as a family growing up all basically all the way up through until we got into college. So. We've got uh, Nate Shoemaker with us today from the Shoemaker Brothers. Uh, Shoemaker Brothers have got some incredible music out there. We're actually going to play uh, one of their tracks here um, real quick. Talk to me about Mandela's song. Um, well, I called it the Mandela song because... Uh, I wrote it on a mandola. A mandola is oh. similar to it's it's similar to a mandolin. Yeah, but it's it's just a it's tuned a fifth deeper or lower. So um, I called it the mandola song. It was written on that, and it's the song is about pursuing, uh, just sticking with the craft and uh, kind of break through. We're going to play that track right now. When we come back, we'll have more with Nate Shoemaker from the Shoemaker Brothers. It's Mandola's song right now here on the broadcast. I feel distracted and
We've got Nate Shoemaker back with us here on the broadcast. And uh, the Shoemaker Brothers are an amazing group of musicians. You can check out shoerockpr.com. It's a brand new website that was uh, that was built to showcase their public relations work and uh, different things they're doing on the Internet. We've got Nate Shoemaker, as I mentioned. Talk about the difference in songwriting between the brothers. Um, everybody has a different style. Uh, I guess generally, I think Sam and uh, Daniel would write their songs. They would probably write more of their lyrics first and then add a melody and chorus it. Gabe and myself, uh, for myself, I always write, uh, I start off with finding a nice chordal progression and find a melody to go along with that. And generally, one line in the melody that I've been maybe thinking about writing, and then I'll put the lyrics to the melody. So that's generally how I do it. And then we do, we'll collaborate. Generally, whoever, when you finish, finish a song, we'll take it in front of each other, and we'll play it through it, and then everybody will put in suggestions for lyrical or musical sessions so that's kind of that's how that goes we've got the uh, Shoemaker Brothers this week Nate Shoemaker with us Uh, we're going to play Sunshine on the Moon here in a few moments Uh, fill me in on the details on this song Um, that's a song I actually wrote that um, about three years ago Uh, it was right when we were heading out, we, we basically really, we didn't have anything set up for the tour. We, we took a little time off of college and we bought a van and bought some sound equipment and headed out on the road and self-booked our self, um, self-booked tour. And we would just call up on our phones to towns that were coming on or coming up to and we would book, we would just call as many different bars or restaurants or that we could and find a place to play, sell our CDs. And then generally we'd play the first night and if they liked it, then they'd pay us mail more for the next night and get us a place to stay. But so that song, this song I wrote about those experiences. So um, mm-hmm. basically it's just when you're going through um, the, the tough times where you feel like you're in the dark, you can still, um, the reason why I said sunshine on the moon, because you see the sun shining on the moon, you know that uh, daylight's coming soon, so there's better things on the horizon. It's sunshine on the moon, the Shoemaker Brothers, Nate Shoemaker will be back with us here in a few moments. After the song, talk about the Shoemaker Brothers, we're back after this. I tossed and turned for hours, I could not fall asleep My mind weighed heavy from the day Well, I'd never been in a place like this before Where I sacrificed it all for just one dream I could see the sun shining on the moon That reminds me dawn is coming very soon all those times again 
here on the broadcast I'll tell you you guys you guys have some incredible incredible music we're back with Nate Shoemaker here on the broadcast Nate Shoemaker is available over there uh, shoerockpr.com is the place to be to check out all their information the Shoemaker brothers are on the internet and um, Nate talk to me about where, where, where you see the grassroots funding um, you guys are doing a grassroots fundraising campaign for your brand new album. Bring us up to speed on that. Well, we just started. We just got everything 
set up, um, just getting organized there and without two all PR effect. So we're, we want to do, we'd like to have, uh, we'd like to have all the creative rights and, um, you know, when it comes to making the album. And because we've had, we've had offers for some labels and they just, they weren't, they weren't right. They just didn't, they didn't work. They wanted, they wanted one lead singer. They wanted, uh, you know, they wanted to change too many aspects of what we're doing, you know? And I don't, I think for us, we felt that it would be better if we were able to raise the money ourselves and we could do our own studio album and do it, do it the right way. I mean, as far as we, we can, I mean, it's something that we're satisfied with when we're done. We're not sitting there biting our lips every time we hear, you know, our CD being played. Yeah. So, We've got Nate Shoemaker with us today. The Shoemaker Brothers are available. Uh, ShoeRockPR.com is the place to be for all of their information. Um, Nate? Also, yes. Also, all of our music is on, um, it's on iTunes as well. You just look up Shoemaker Brothers, S-H-O-E-M-A-K-E-R, Brothers. There's three different albums up on um on uh, on iTunes and then also our regular website shoerock.com or shoemakerbrothers.com all our CDs are available there as well we've got the Shoemaker Brothers with us today Nate Shoemaker joins us let's talk about Love Again it's a uh, great track we're going to play here in a few moments break it down for me and talk to me about Live Again this is Love Again we found the Gaby Road it's the first it was the first song we wrote and um, it is a, a love song, I guess. The love song I love lost, love gained. Um, yes. That's, yeah, that's pretty much. You know, I, if he was here, he'd probably be able to explain it a little better. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to play Love Again, and we'll be back here in a few moments to wrap it up here with Nate Shoemaker here on the world famous Jiggy Check Choir Show.
Brothers with us today here on the world famous Jiggy Jaguar show. Nate Shoemaker back with us. Uh, Nate, as we wrap up here, my friend, give our audience a preview of what you have coming up as far as the uh, the crowdfunding and everything else. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. As far as what? As 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 far as the uh, the those grassroots funding program. You have the album and and all the different things. Yeah. Give us an update on everything as we move forward here. It's going good. We're um, we just we just got the what the site set up, so the we're starting to we're doing that. We're getting uh, we're advertising or more, and we're starting to pump out the uh, we're getting all our Facebook uh, you know group set up specifically for that. And so it's just we're right at the very uh, beginning of it, but it, everything is going really good, and we're really excited about it. Amazing stuff from uh, the Shoemaker Brothers. Shoemaker Brothers are available on the Internet. They've got uh, all their music available uh, to purchase. You can also check out shoerockpr.com. And, um, Nate, thanks for doing this, my friend. Enjoyed talking to you once again. We're looking forward to uh, getting an update from you in a couple months on your uh, on your crowdfunding and your grassroots uh, fundraising campaign for the new album. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, Jason. Definitely. Well, we'll talk to you soon, man. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. Okay, you too. Thank you much. Nate Shoemaker with us. We've got more when we get back. Brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Before we get to our sponsor... We want to thank you for tuning in to the big broadcast this week here on iHeartRadio. Also, 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world, including KFRK in Denver. Our brand-new marketing partner with us today, you're going to want to get a pen. You're going to want to write this down because this is an incredible campaign, and we know that everybody loves crowdfunding. Go over to kickstarter.com. Go to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Slash projects slash Frick's Tongue Games. That's F R I X T O N G A M E S slash Pish Perk. That's P I S H 
P-I-R-I-K dash PVP dash card dash game. They're building a platform for sport and eSport, and they need our help on this Kickstarter campaign. If we get the campaign successful to reach the goal, they're going to personally give everybody a bonus out there. And they're asking to help everyone with the game called Pish Park on Kickstarter. It's a card game. It's a traditional game that was played for 200 years in Eastern Balkan. Now it's available on the App Store for iPhone and Google Play for Android devices. Check out the campaign. We know you do. See for yourself. See that it's amazing. Go over to kickstarter.com. That's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Pishperk. That's right. P-I-S-H. P-I-R-I-K. Give them some of your hot money. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast. Border to border on iHeartRadio today. Also, plus AM Memphis stations. Across the country and around the world, you can find us each and every day over there at J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. Great guests coming up here in just a few on our big program, but we have got a brand new marketing part we want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. Go ahead and check these folks out today. They are doing some amazing things. It is PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com. That's right. Go over to PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com. That's www.P-E-A-C-E-M-A-K-E-R-C-O-F-E-E-C-O-M-P. A-N-Y.com, peacemakercoffee.com. It is the perfect coffee, and it's getting to be fall, and you know in the fall, we drink lots and lots of coffee. Check out peacemakercoffeecompany.com and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Before we go to that, thanks for listening to us today here on iHeartRadio. Also, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, including our friends at KFRK in Denver. Go over to this great new Kickstarter campaign. And We Love is not just a board game. It's also a tool to improve the relationship and communication between you and your partner, and it's very important. Go over and give them some of your hot money today. That's right. This game will help you find out new things about your partner in a funny way and create a deep and authentic relationship. They need you to go over today and check out kck.st slash the number three, the letter B, the letter L, the letter H, the letter K, the letter A, and the letter F. Oh my God, this is amazing. Go over, give some of your hotter money, and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia! Woo! Worldwide. Back here live on our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast and border to border on 50 plus AM FM stations 
Across the country and around the world, Blake has been on the run for several months. Desperate to move on, he attempts to start a new life by moving on from his past. Although his ex-lover, Amy, has other ideas. Shatterproof is an action film that will have choreographed fight sequences by experienced film combat professionals. Love is a curious thing, and we're able to find out how far Amy will go to make Blake love her back. Using a 4K FPV drone and a 4K camera, we will film stunning footage from all sorts of different angles that a camera on a tripod won't be able to do on its own. Shadowproof has the potential to become a feature film along with its premiere at Aders Entertainment International Film Screening 2022 on the 28th of September in Bedford, England. Go over to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Shatterproof. That's right. Kickstarter.com. Search Shatterproof. Give them some of your hard-earned money today. Help them make this film. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia. Worldwide. Chris Jasper from the Isley Brothers today here on the big broadcast. And uh, Chris, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Fine. <laughs> We've got. You uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you, that's a hell of a track, brother. <laughs> yeah. That's a hell of a deal. We've got uh, the Professor Steve Lovesey with us today, too. And um, Chris, tell us about Keep Believing, man. It's a, it's a heck of a song, man. Tell us about it. Yeah, man. Uh, I just thought that you know I would keep you know keep the funk going, but also you know have a message in it. You know, yeah. about uh, education and how important that is. You know how how important it is to you know own the things that you make and yeah. uh, all those good things that we learned when we were you know coming up. You know, so uh, I think it's a message that you know a lot of the young people need to hear, especially uh, in the light of a lot of the gun violence going on. Uh, you know, to, to put down the guns and. You know, use education as a tool to get ahead, you know? Yeah. And you're on the, the right approach to that, Chris, because I've noticed even some of the wealthy Americans, you know, that are used to just flopping their way out, you know, on agendas, have all said the yeah. same thing. The best way to change America's problems, you know, is education, you know? And, yeah. you know, they all had a little bit different approaches to the education they were wanting to, to throw out there, you know? But every one of them, from Bill Gates right on down the line, has hit on this. Both the Republicans and Democrat wealthy have said, you know, they've, you know, uh, 
younger Americans and even the middle-aged ones like all of us need to be better educated, you know, to steer this country in a better direction than it's than it's going. Absolutely, yeah. And it's, you know, it's something that, uh, like I said, we learned coming up, and um, I just think it needs to be said again. You know, oh, and, a- absolutely, yeah. And, and yeah. speaking of education, you've been in the music business, what, probably nearly 50 years or close to it? Yeah, close, like around 40, something like that, yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, Jiggy and I work with bands, you know, indie bands on, on a number of things, and I've got a, a, mo- a documentary movie and a TV series coming out, and I wanted to use indie bands' music on everything from hip-hop to some rock and metal, you know, for the background. You wouldn't believe of the thousand or so bands I've worked with over the course of my life how hard it is to get them guys. You know, they're all about getting radio airplay, and then I explain this to them, and they all want to do it. But, you know, when it kind of told them, I'll pay for the license, and you still own the song, the whole nine yards. You know, this is just some free exposure. And at the end of the, the series, your name's, you know, listed on there, your band's name, the song, on the credits. You would not believe how hard it is to get these guys... They'll all want to do it, but when it comes to doing that final thing on the submission and all that, you can never get a hold of them. And I'm like, it just blows my mind, you know, because playing gigs is one part of it. Getting airplay is another. Doing interviews is another. But, you know, someone with your background that's been successful in the industry for as long as you have, um, you got any pointers to give these young guys and girls out there, you know, to you know take it to the next level? Uh, well, I don't know if... Uh a lot of them have the administration of their songs, you know, if they, if they control the administration of their songs, because that's, what, that's who issues licenses. Yes, and, yes. And, um, you know, that, you know, who, first of all, I don't know if a lot of those guys write their songs, uh, number one. If, if, they, if they do write them, then some, a lot of times someone else is responsible for the administration. So uh, sometimes you have to track that down, you know, like who's actually uh, doing the administration and issuing the licenses. Yeah, and I had you know, picked that, I had picked bands that didn't even have their songs licensed yet, and was explaining to them, you know, this will protect you from ever having your songs stolen because they'll deal with ASCAP or BMI's people, you know, over something like this. And uh, I said, it's, you know, it just it's no expense to you, you know. We'll handle all that part of it. And I, I guess maybe you know to these younger guys because it's just a little bit intimidating to him. I don't know what it is, but I thought if I was a musician, I would have jumped at an opportunity like this. Yeah. And this is, this is, you know, part of, uh, I, I guess what, you know, message and keep believing is, is to learn. You have to learn the business that you're in. A yes. lot of these bands, they, they, they know music and they can play music, but when it comes to the business side of it, um, they kind of either leave that up to someone else or they don't look into it enough. Uh, as, as they should and I, I think that's part of the problem you know we've got uh, Chris Jasper with us today from the Isley Brothers he's got uh, some new music out there and uh, we played uh, Keep Believing earlier we've been playing Inspired we played that at the uh, top of the broadcast about uh, 2 Central 3 Eastern uh, I know that uh, the, the the professor Steve Lubsey, uh, who you've been speaking with here, is a big fan of the Isley Brothers. Big fan of your guys's work. Um, tell tell us about how that compares to the new stuff that you've got out there. Oh, uh, how how the old the old Isley Brothers yeah. stuff compares yeah. to the new? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I like to um, you know you know there, there's a couple other elements that were in the music uh say like you know ernie would play guitar solos uh, on some of the songs um 
but uh, that's a difference. But uh, I think far as the, the meat of the song, the, the, the body of the song, uh, I've kept a lot of my musical identity, and a lot of that is similar. Uh, and But the only, another thing that's different is the, the messages in the music, um, the lyrical content. Um, I, you know, I'm really doing positive messages now, you know, whether they be love songs or, uh, um, you know, funk songs like Keep Believing. I think that's a, that's a difference, too, is that the lyrical content is a, is a little bit different. It is. It is a. Uh, it, it's an amazing piece of business. We've got uh, Chris Jasper with us today. Um, I, I know that uh, me, like like Steve was saying, we've been dealing with a lot of indie musicians fairly recently. And um, what what when when you were coming up, but before you you got to be you know <laughs> a gigantic superstar like you are. Um, Tell me about what what was some of the promotion process because we we've been throwing some community concerts all summer and we've been giving bands an opportunity to play and one thing Steve has been just bonkos over is the fact that these guys don't want to promote their gigs or their music or anything. What 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 is that mentality <laughs> for a musician? Somebody like you who came up who now you know uh, you you were always. You were in the position that some of these guys were in, where you were just a struggling musician. Um, why is it musicians nowadays, these, these starting out musicians, they just don't want to promote their stuff? You know what? I don't know, like I said, how much they know. I don't. Yeah. If they don't want to promote their music, that means they don't know uh, too much about this music business. Because um, I think a lot of them think, well, if I just make a record, that's, that's kind of enough. You know, yeah. But you you hit on exactly people, what I thought their mentality was. I, I'll make a I, I, CD I and I'm going to be famous. I, I always tell people the musical part is one part. You're going to be doing, uh, and I always say you're going to be doing things uh, that pertain to business most than you are, you know, with music. If you're really going to promote your project right, you know, you're going to be doing interviews with magazines. You're going to be going out there doing radio interviews, phoners. You know, um, and and now with the internet, you're going to be doing a whole lot of other things. You know that you know relate to Facebook and all kinds of things that have you know have to do with the music, but are not musical. Exactly. And, and I don't know if, yes. I, I don't know if they understand that. You know what I mean? Some of the newer artists, because you know, you know, like I said, a lot of a lot of people they don't take the time to uh, uh, research. You know what goes on in the business. And yeah, and when I think that you, and, might be part of. The and when you were a young man, you know the the primary ways to get like the Isley Brothers name out there before it was a household name was, you know, radio interviews, uh, uh, a few magazine and and uh, you know trade publication type things like that. And now you know we've got Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and you know, gosh, yeah. a hundred other things I you know couldn't even name. But you know, I, I look at this and and. These guys will maybe do a radio interview here or there and be content with it. And I'm like, it's good to put that out there. But I said, work 60 hours a week at putting more stuff out there. Just don't <laughs> work so much that it destroys your creative talents, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, like I didn't even mention touring, but when, even when we used to go on tour, I mean, we used to go out to the radio stations, you know, when we hit town. Oh, yeah. We'd go to, we'd go to the retail outlets, you know, and... and, and and talk to the people who are selling the records and, you know, give them posters and 
sign, do uh, autograph sessions, you know, in-store autograph sessions and, and things like that. Jiggy so, pushes that, go to record stores, you know, because there's one here in town that's wide open to let bands come do that and do the signings and play yeah. an acoustical set in there. And yeah. maybe one out of a hundred bands that he tells us to will actually go do it. Yeah. And I'm like... Well, you know, the percentage is just way low on this because they'd let somebody in there every day if they could. I just think they don't know. You know what I mean? I just don't yeah. think they, they, they've researched, like I said, what goes on on the business side of entertainment. Yeah. And, uh, they, they see a Sean Combs that's really made it, you know, and they want to be uh -huh. a Sean Combs or, you know, a Kid Rock, and yeah. they focus on that, the lifestyle of it, but forget how much work these guys had to put in before they had a a network below them that you know is a machine that you know continues to drive their success i guess right yeah we've got uh chris jasper with us today from the isley brothers at 31 minutes after the hour jiggy jag with you also the professor steve lovesy we are live today at jiggyjagwire.net and um chris you you've got some you've got some great new music here we like i said we played inspired earlier uh we also played uh keep believing Tell me about this uh, this song in my dream. It's a uh, it, it, it's it's a heck of a track. Tell us about it, man. Yeah, in my dream happened to be a song that I actually dreamt. I yeah. I woke up like three or four o'clock one morning, and from this dream that and I was playing the song on the keyboards in my dream, and I woke up. I said, well, I, I better put this down. So I went downstairs in my studio, put it, you know, recorded the chord progression, and. Um, you know, started to work on the lyrics. Uh, I had part of the hook. And, uh, you know, it's about, you know, a time when, uh, uh, you know, things are right. You know, yeah. uh, Christ returns and there's peace on earth. And, you know, children can play without fear. And um, there's a whole lot of good things. You know, we, we'll be all of one mind. You know, people will be living in harmony together. And it's just a message in that song. Well, we're going to play a couple seconds of this. Hold on the line, Chris. So what what was it? Uh, you pretty much just uh, you had a dream, put this together, and uh, you were up and running. It, it it's that simple. Yeah, it's just that simple, man. You know, sometimes that's how song ideas come to me. Sometimes they come to me in my dream. Sometimes you know I'll just be practicing, and you know hit upon a chord progression that I like, and you know uh, you know write a song. Sometimes I'm just walking around, and a, a yeah. melody will just come into my head. You know, um, it's just. It comes to me in many different ways, you know. Well, we've got uh, Chris Jasper with us today, also the professor Steve Lovesy in studio. Now, Steve has worked with a lot of uh, indie stations, a lot of indie bands. Uh, what, what are what are some of the some of the tips that you can share uh, with, with with the public that's listening, Chris, about uh, what musicians need to do to brand themselves or market themselves or whatever? Well, um, I think the best way to start. Uh, to, to, to market yourself is to uh, have if, if possible do more than one thing and what yeah. I mean by that is like if you're a guitar player or a keyboard player be able to write also and be able to uh, you know if you're going to have a group be able to play together as a band that 
that that unit is marketable as soon as someone can hear it. Yeah. You know, uh, that's that's one of the main things that uh, distinguish groups from from another. You know, when the when their stones start playing, you know that's the Rolling Stones. You know, they have a signature <laughs> yeah. kind of uh, vibe. You know, and if you can establish that, you know, you you've accomplished almost half the half of the problem, because then. You know, when when you you know audition or you you send your your uh, material out to someone to hear, that will that will shine through, and then you can continue to build you know your brand from there. But that that is your brand, the, your identity, your di- identity sound. And That's kind of you know what I have with when I had with the Isaac Brothers, I had a yeah. certain sound, and I carry that with me now, you know, in in my new material. And you've hit on, on that. You're you're very right on that because when you were explaining that, it just came to my mind. The the bands that we've worked with in the last year, you know, and had play live in places. The yeah. ones that have musicians that I know that can do everything from play the guitar to the keyboards to the drums, and you know, are versatile or can go from being in the rock band to you know playing an acoustical set with a country western singer. Those guys actually are the ones that turn out the best music. You know, that just flows yeah. right out there, whatever genre it is. That's right. And there was about five or six of those artists that come to my mind right away, and we were talking about them last night. You know, I, you know, a couple of them could go from gospel to metal, literally, and, and you know, and if you didn't realize it was the same person, you'd never believe that you know that was the same artist that went from that to that without seeing it with your eyes. And yeah, and, and and I say that that identity thing is very important because uh, some some musicians think, well, if I can play faster than anyone else or if i if i can if i could do a solo that's you know faster than anybody else somebody recognize me well you know it's like sometimes it's like well you ever hear the guys that you know talk really fast and they can say like a thousand words in a minute <laughs> yeah you, know, you can't understand anything they're saying and it just kind of bro- goes right past you but the the thing that that the identity is the thing. That's that's communication like yeah. when Stevie Wonder plays that harmonica you you know that Stevie Wonder I don't know how he does it, but he gets a tone out of it that nobody else gets. <laughs> you know, no matter if he plays two or three notes, you know that Stevie. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing that draws people in is that identity. If you can identify, like a lot of people hear my music and they say, "Oh, that sounds like the Isaac Brothers." Well, yeah, because the same guy is playing, you know, the, the music. You know. Exactly. So, yes. Uh, that's very important to establish that identity. You know, there's nothing like that. We've got Chris Jasper with us today from the Isley Brothers. He's got uh, some new music out there. Uh, Inspired is is one of one of the big tracks that we've been we've been playing uh, most of the. We played it today. We played it most of last week on the on on the radio. Um, Chris, uh, recently uh, the professor has started working with a few people that have been on some of these reality shows. America's Got Talent, The Voice, people like that. They haven't they haven't made it. You know, onto the show very far to, to the point where they're signed and they're a big deal. But um, what what do you make of some of these reality shows like The Voice and uh, America's Got Talent? Because Steve, uh, what was it? Kenzie made she went nine rounds on that show. Yeah. Stern's on. Um, yeah. Stern booted her on the ninth round. Yeah, America's Got Talent. What 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 do you make of some of these reality shows with music? Uh, well, you see, television is different from records. Yeah, you know, that's for, I want to start off to say that. Uh, and um, what I listen for, if you know, if I was a judge or if I was listening, you know, judging any anyone's talent, 
is how would it come off on the record? Because that's that's what I do. I you know I record records. Yeah. So uh, everybody you know who has a nice voice sometimes may not do well on a record. You know, there's a re- there's something I call a recording voice, and then there's something that's called maybe a theatrical voice. You know, which a person can do on Broadway. You know, there's many different types of voices. You know. Um, but I don't think everyone that appears on those shows are actually recording artists, if you know what I mean. Yeah, e- exactly. And and those shows are ran by the people like Stern and Seacrest that actually yeah. are doing that show, you know, to make money because that's what they do. Right. And so the, you know. the band that wins that gets a contract is basically secondary to actual the talent because they're selling a TV show to the public. Right. Because remember, remember, Jennifer Hudson was voted off. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and she's and done she real well best. since then. She was the best one on there, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like I can hear pretty quickly whether a person can, you know, have a good recording voice because, you know, singing into that microphone is a lot different than singing into a theater or, you know, singing live. And, yeah. and it takes sometimes people time to adjust to that, you know? Um, there's, there's a different approach a microphone in a studio than it is to a live performance so you and know. you and you really hit on that because you're, you're right jennifer got voted off and she's had a, a real good career since then and yeah. bo bice went quite a ways on that show and right. he played here in town to an audience and, and nothing against bo but his audience was smaller than the girl that warmed up for him has had mm-hmm. when she's played for us in the same town at a different venue yeah i mean uh there's I mean, and, and there's other people that go carry on from, you know, pretty late into the contest. Yeah. That really, I mean, really shouldn't be there. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I see it happen a lot. And it's like, well, you know, it's television and I guess they want ratings and I guess they, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And, you know. And the politics involved with all that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's like, okay, come on. You know, it's, this is... <laughs> It's getting a little silly for for a minute here, but <laughs> but that's television, you know what I yeah. mean? That's television, yeah. and that's, like I said, that's different than a person submitting a, a CD and or a demo, and you're listening to it and saying, you know, whether you whether you would want to work with it or not. That's a whole different thing, you know. If somebody did submit a, a demo and say you and I were owned a record company together, and you would think the first 15 seconds of that first song you listened to had better grab your attention, wouldn't you say that? Oh, absolutely. Yes, it has to be really, really special. If it's a new artist, especially especially a new artist, a new artist has to grab you, like, within the first 20 seconds. Gotcha. If not, if not it's not, you know, it's really, you know, it's, it, it probably won't make it, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's 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 just true. That's just the the truth. I mean, if you said that on television, <laughs> you know, they probably might be upset. You know, <laughs> but you know, it's it's the truth. I mean, the truth is different than sometimes what you see on TV. And, and I I totally agree. I, I uh, told my partner one day I had heard a song that just came out by a, a new band. And it was a rock and roll song. Well, their opening to that song lasts about twelve seconds with the guitar, and it was real flashy and catchy. And I told her, I said, listen. I found the intro to our TV show right here. So I played it to her and she's like, my gosh, that thing's got energy in it. and no matter what you're doing, whether you're washing dishes or vacuuming, if you heard that, it grabs your attention. I said, yes, it does. And, and the whole song's decent, but uh, you know, and about a, a month after I had found that song, 
uh, Jay Leno had him on the Tonight Show. And uh, I was laughing. I was like, well, that's a band that's going to make it because, you know, I watched their YouTube count go from about 12,000 day I ran across that song to a month later, it was about 200,000 on that song. And I was like, they figured out that equation. You know, right away, you know, it just had the vibe that caught people's attention, no matter if you were a, a country fan, a gospel fan, a hip-hop fan, or whatever. You know, even though this was a rock and roll song, it, you know, it forced you to focus to it, you know, for at least a minute of your attention span. Yeah. We've got yeah, Chris. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just, I was just no, telling no, everybody who, who that, we're uh, talking to. <laughs> you, you, can, you can also... T- on on the other end of that uh, spectrum is like when you can't remember what you just heard, you know, you know that's not that's gonna, not going to happen. Exactly. You know? <laughs> if you hear a song and you can't remember the hook, you know, <laughs> you know, and five li- five or ten minutes later you can't remember what you heard, you know, that's not going to make it. You know. Now, uh, as uh, we we've got a couple more moments here with Chris Jasper. Uh, Chris, talk to me a little bit about Prince of Peace. We're playing yeah. a little bit of that in the background. That's that's a that's a heck of a heck of a track. Tell us about this. Yeah, that uh, that song is addressing you know a lot of things that you know we can. Why can't we you know live together in harmony? Why can't we do certain things uh, while we await the return of the Prince of Peace? Uh, and it goes into a lot of things that are going on today. <laughs> Excuse me. Let's uh, play. Let's play a little bit of Prince of Peace right now uh, here on the broadcast. It's a heck of a song. Uh, this, uh, tell tell me about the writing for this. What, what what was that like for you? I it took me a while uh, to write this one because um, I had I had the how long how long section for a while, and and I even had the chord progression for the first part of the song. But um, to make it all gel together is a lot I wanted to say, and I wanted to say it within a certain period of time, you know, it, that, that's what a song is, you know, is to say a lot in a condensed uh, uh, period of, uh, in a condensed space, in other words, yeah. a few lines to say a lot. <laughs> if you can do that, you can usually write, you know, a good message in a song, and that's what I was trying to do, but it took me a while to develop the whole thing, Yeah. but um, it's just one of those things that, uh, it, it addresses some issues, and, you know, it's, it's a rhetorical question, actually, the how long, how long is because uh, we can't do it. I mean, man thinks they can do it on our reasoning, but we can't. Yeah. You were thinking about old J.C. the whole time you were writing that song, weren't you? That's, yeah, that's the whole point of the song, is that man does not know his way. We do not know the way to peace, and only, only Christ does. And if we, if, we, if we adopt his principles, we can find the way to peace. But, you know, as, 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 the, wor- as the world keeps rejecting Christ's principles. That's why we can't find the way to peace. So it's it's like a rhetorical question that, that keeps recurring throughout the song. Uh, and uh, we we need to we need to look for answers, and the answers are right in front of us in the most published book in the world. You know, uh, the answers are there, but we for some reason we reject them, and that's why the song is, you know, it's, it's called the Prince of Peace because he yeah. has the answers and he will solve the problems. You know, when he returns. 
We've got uh, Chris Jasper joining us today. Uh, before we let you go, Steve, you got anything for, for Chris? Chris, uh, the next time you come on the show, I think Jiggy will have you on here pretty quick when it fits your schedule again. Besides featuring your music and all that, we ought to start kind of doing a little thing where you're giving a little advice to, to the you know the young artists out there because I, I, I just look at amazement and even some of them with management, you know. At best, a few of the managers have an inkling to what they're doing, but a lot of them, you know, they're just tossing snowballs literally at the fires of hell, for lack of a better way of saying it. And I'm, I'm like, don't spin your wheels in the mud like that and be stuck. You know, you're trying to make a career out of this, you know. Think logically and, and soundly and, and try something. If it doesn't work, try another approach and just keep trying, you know. Yeah, you, you you mentioned that that's that's the thing today is to keep trying and, and to yeah. keep doing doing things, keep moving, keep keep your your machine going. You know, what I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's different than it used to be. Um, it may take a little more work now uh, that the business has changed. Yeah, you, know, I, you may have to work a little harder. About know? ten years ago, I was talking with Paul Stanley from Kiss, and their record company after their first three records was basically broke, Casablanca Records. Them and their manager talked Neil Bogart into doing this double live album that nothing had ever sold like that before. And Bogart, out of sheer desperation because he was about to go bankrupt, agreed to it, thinking, well, this is going to drive the final stake in my heart. I'm out of the record business. I'm broke. You know, they're probably going to send a hitman after me, literally, to, you know, collect the dang money that I'm going to owe everybody. But, you know, let's do it. And lo and behold, that's what put Kiss on the map for rock and roll. And, you know, I asked Paul, I said, did you guys have any inkling that this was going to work? He said, well, we tried everything else. He said, Gene was constantly coming up with ideas to, to you know, to try to make it big. He said, because Gene was money motivated. He said, that, you know, when we hit on this thing, we hoped it would work, but we had no idea we were going to end up, you know, turning it into a golden and a platinum record. He said it was our last act of desperation because we couldn't think yeah. of anything else. He said, and it worked. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. Sometimes those are the things that work. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and that the was things that you don't think will work. Yeah. yeah, and that was the far extreme on that because everyone from them to their manager to the record label was all on the verge of starving and being broke, and you know that was just one of them things where they just kept trying and trying and trying until they hit on something for you know for whatever reason it worked. You know. Yeah, and that, that's the thing uh, for the young bands. You got to work hard. You know, and 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 uh, I, I I tell this you know even to my sons you know work hard you know work will never hurt you it only <laughs> will help you you know what I mean only something positive always comes out of work good honest work yeah. exactly and you have to have that ethic you know what I mean that work ethic that I'm gonna try everything I'm gonna turn over every rock you know you know I'm gonna do everything I can to make this thing work. and, and I think you just put out the most important part there you're right it is that work ethic you know yeah i whether you're in business to be you know you want to be a millionaire or a billionaire you know the successful people and that'll tell you it's about work ethic you know yes it is always comes down to that yeah well uh well chris thanks for doing this my friend and uh we're gonna take everybody out of here with prince of peace we've got uh labette larry on the other side we're gonna talk to him but uh chris thanks for doing this my friend i always enjoy the conversation and always love picking your brain uh for for music advice and things of that nature we look forward to talking to you again here pretty soon chris oh good i look forward to coming back thank you all right thank you talk to you later
Thanks. Bye. We're uh, going to do this. We're going to talk to LaBette Larry here in a couple seconds.